Hello, everyone. You're listening to J Movie Talk, episode 224, as I'll be talking the movie Halloween 2. I shot him six times. I shot him in the heart. He's not human. Universal Pictures presents Halloween 2. More of the night he came home. Who is it? There was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason, that wasn't even remotely human. <laughs> Some kind of a joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. <laughs> Janet, go tell Mr. Garrett we're having trouble with the phones. There is no place to hide. He will always find you. What's this? It's a Celtic word. It means the Lord of the Dead. Joining me for this episode is, of course, returning co-host. It seems like she's on every month here lately talking about one Miss Keita Hubbard. But we're not alone in this regard. First time guest on this show, the one, the only Miss Ruby with no last name. How you guys doing? Good. I'm all right. I'm all right. I mean, my intro was dry as hell, but it's, it's okay. I'm good. Well, well, I mean, I, I, look, I always give you a great intro. So this time for a first time guest, I, you know, I had to kind of amp it up. No, no, motherfucker, you supposed to give both of us. We're against. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. How about this? How about your Annie <laughs> and uh, Ruby is Lori? How about that? You, you, you why we that? gotta be white people in this world? Why, why we gotta be white? Why we just can't be us? Like. <laughs> Well, you know what? I actually did come up with a fantasy of like a retcon. Like, what if Halloween was black and I did like have some black actors for that? I thought so. about that too. So, oh, yeah. But, um, but yeah. But we're, we're kicking off, well, yeah, we're kicking off uh, Halloween month here over on the podcast. Uh, so, yes, I asked you ladies to join me because for one reason I asked you ladies to join me is because. The first two movies of the Halloween series is a lot about the ladies, and I guess I'm Dr. Loomis in a way. So, 
Yeah, I'm the, I'm the old man who, you know, hang around in bushes, I guess. But, um, that's another so you're story. you're a creep. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm the doctor who's trying to save everybody and ends up becoming the villain um, to some degree. But we'll talk well, about that. You was too late for that <laughs> crap. So <laughs> we're we're gonna talk about Loomis becoming the villain in this movie. Um, but yeah, we're talking about uh, Halloween two, uh, the original Halloween two from nineteen eighty one, which uh, stars, of course, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance returning from the first film. Uh, real quick, uh, Kita, I want to get your first impressions because you know I had you both watch the first movie before this because of the fact that this movie and the first movie are closely linked together so Keita real quick just uh, your overall thoughts about the first movie um I, I was scared as hell and then I realized why, why I was scared because I was waiting for this slow ass built up for him like to murder these bitches and you know the young men in the movie and I'm like why I'm scared and I was just like Okay, whatever. But it was some scenes, you know, it caught me off guard. One, I forgot the one they was in the house with the cop, with the doctor, and then they was looking for him. And the damn something hit the window. I literally fell on my bed. That's how like I don't watch horror films. Okay, so it scared me. But overall, I thought it was gonna be worse, like like very terrible. But it wasn't. It was just a slow build up. And the, I like the kids in the movie. They, I don't know, like, I like them in the movie. You know, thank God they didn't get killed. Thank God. I don't know about these spinoff ones. Who knows that this man killed. But, um, yeah, but in the beginning, when you had the little boy who stabbed his sister, I'm just like, what the hell? Like, you know, he, he peeping, and she got her man in there, whatever. I'm like, okay, like, what the hell? And then the parents come home, he got the damn knife in his hand, and he escaped the hospital. It was just, it was a lot going on. I mean, it was a slow build-up, but it told, it told a story of, like, okay, I'm intrigued to watch the second one, if that made sense. But some of them scenes with the teenagers, first of all, they look like college students. They ain't like no damn teenagers. I don't know if y'all got that. It high school my ass. That was, like, literally college students I saw. And Laura, I mean, her character in the movie the first one she was good i mean you know she just very to herself do what she gotta do but at one point i thought that was her child the little boy but it wasn't she just a babysitter or whatever but what's the other girl named ruby the her friend kept scaring her i wish she would have got killed in the beginning of the movie because i had to uh, suffer through her for a while um, i don't know her name the the blonde one no nah, not that one the the other one one, oh, one of them kept the, scanned her. I, yeah, I think they both were scanned her. The doctor, but, they both was gone. The yeah. doctor one. Right, the one to the, the cop daughter. I think that's her. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wish she would have got, got, yeah, I wish she would have got, got, like, early in the movie. But she didn't. She got, like, towards the end. Because I was just, one thing about this movie, it didn't feel long. It said 90 minutes. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to be scared shitless for 90 minutes. And then I actually wasn't. <laughs> it went by very quick. But overall, I mean, would I watch this again? Hell no. I mean, that's because I don't like horror movies, but I will re- recommend it to anybody to watch it. So, yeah, I'm not watching that again. And by the way, I was watching it, somebody in my family, they literally, like, yell, and they're scared the shit out of me. See, I don't watch movies like this. <laughs> this is It's not funny, Jay. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, my God, why would you do that? <laughs> don't do that. 
like, oh. and then I'm sitting there like, okay, alright, then I was like, well, I gotta watch the fucking second one? Oh my god, they're killing me with these. But overall, <laughs> it was a good movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, the first time I saw her was Freaky Friday. Yeah, uh-huh, I'll tell them my age. Yeah. And, yeah. right. <laughs> tell them my age. But no, she did good. Everybody wrote, was fine. That hospital scene creeped me out a little bit. Thank God, still daylight over here. When the lady was in the car and shit, and then he, like, grabbed her by the head. Like, some of them scenes caught me off guard. But overall, I didn't, like, turn it off. So th- that's a good sign. Yeah. Okay. Um... Ruby, uh, just uh, your thoughts about um, how about the series overall? Because I know that you've seen all of them, really. So, like, how how do you feel about the Halloween franchise overall? Overall, I think it's good. I actually like all of the Halloween movies. Um, I want to say, I think it's H two O. It's not really one of my favorite ones to watch but i'll watch it if it comes on um i actually think they're really good of course you know we gotta go into more detail about michael himself because it's like you know he gets shot or axed or something every movie and he still comes back (laughs) but you know we figure out why he comes back but overall i think it's a good franchise like like why well, Michael is like not what? really a person. Like he's a person, but he's not a person. Yeah, like like Doctor Loomis said, he's evil. Mhm. He's supposed to be, you know, like a demon or something. Yeah, he's the epitome of evil. That's that's what he is. He's evil on two legs. So mm-hmm. so so he need to be one of these superhero movies or something like that. That's what y'all are telling me. No. Not saying that. No. <laughs> maybe, but no, no, no. Um. So, okay. Um. Uh, that's a little bit about you know different takes about it. And this month we're gonna hear different people giving their own interpretation and opinions about this franchise later in the month. But uh, just sticking strictly to this film, so. Real quick, uh, the synopsis for this movie, and I'm going to go by the one we have here on IMDb, the one that hopefully makes a little sense, is while Chef Brackett and Dr. Loomis hunt for Michael Myers, a traumatized Lori is rushed to the hospital and the serial killer is not far behind. Yeah, that's kind of simple. And to some degree, that is what this one is about. Um... So, like I mentioned earlier, we have Jamie Lee Curtis back once again as Laurie Strode, Donald Plansitz as Dr. Sam Loomis, Charles Cyphers as Lee Brackett, Jeffrey Kramer as Dr. Graham, Lance Guest as Jimmy, uh, Hunter Van Leer as Gary Hunt, and not Nick Castle, but Dick Warlock is taking over the role of the shape, a.k.a. Michael Myers. And then uh, a bunch of other people kind of shows up in this as well. And this one was not directed by um, John Carpenter, even though Carpenter had a lot to do with this movie because him and um, executive producer Deborah Hill, they did write the script for this one, even though they didn't feel that 
there needed to be a sequel after the first one. They was happy with what the first one was. But when the studio said, we're going to give you a shitload of money, it was like, yeah, sure, all right, we'll come back and write a script for you. Um, and everything. And real quick, a trivia thing is John Carpenter, he was not happy with the original cut of this movie. He he felt that Rick Rosenthal, he did a terrible job. <laughs> so he basically went into the editing room and the movie that we know now is what we got. He even did some reshoot stuff um, in certain spots. Um, mainly the girl who gets killed, um, the first girl that gets killed in the movie after Michael, you know, managed to slip away from the cops and went in the house and killed the girl. He did, he came up with that as well as some other stuff that happens at the hospital as far as like ramping up the violence in this movie. Um, I want to ask you both, and I'll start with Ruby with this one. Uh, how do you feel about the fact that this movie literally starts where the first movie ended? Um, see, I kind of have mixed feelings about that, only because, okay, you've seen the first one, it works out fine. If you haven't seen the first one, you're super confused. And it doesn't really, I don't know, it doesn't really give you too much of that backstory of what happened in the first one or how they got to where they are. It's like you kind of got to watch them in order, in order to understand why it starts off like that. Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of the reason why I I wanted especially Keita for this, to watch the first one because she just went into, you know, seeing him get shot, you know, and fall off the, all out the house. She'd be like, what? Like, what the hell? I, so that's why I wanted you to watch the first one, Keita. Just because of the fact of how this this movie starts off. Um, Keita, how, how'd you feel about um, how the movie kicks off with the basically the ending of the first movie and then it starts... <laughs> So for me, I'm glad I watched the first one because I've been like, Jay, what, what I'm watching? What, what, what is this? But it felt like a gate. Did they give us like a recap? I don't remember at this point. Like in well, the you, beginning, well, of, you just like, get the the happened, okay like, like the very the very end where you know Loomis comes in to save Lori and shoot Michael six times as he allegedly says, and then Michael falls to the ground and Loomis looks out. Mm-hmm. That's the that part is is what's like put in from the first movie to the end the second movie picks okay. up starts basically when loomis comes downstairs and goes at the house and he's feeling around in the grass and the neighbor's like i've been trick-or-treated to death and Loomis like you don't know what death is and then he take <laughs> off running down the damn street so okay yeah, yeah that's right okay all right i mean it was fine i mean if i didn't see the first i'd probably been very confused but like, I mean, yeah, both said it. It was just more of like, okay, why do that? But, I mean, I have nothing else to say about that. Because it was just, I was still kind of like, like, not traumatized, but like, damn, like, this girl literally, like, still alive. Like, how is that possible? You fall down some damn steps and you still, like, got away. But... Oh, she got stabbed, too. <laughs> because he did stab well, her. That's how, she, that's how she ended up falling down the steps when he stabbed her. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I, I like that camera angle how they how they got that, and then she flips, and then you see her get up. <laughs> but but you, but you know something, I, I'll say this: one of the scariest parts of 
and this goes back to the first movie, when she falls down the steps and that shot of, it's supposed to be from her point of view of him coming down the steps and, you know, just the shape of him like quickly like scurrying down the steps. I like the scariest thing ever because it's like, oh shit, you know, like he about to get me, basically. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it feels like, right? Um, But, um, it, I thought it was interesting too, like how even though this movie picks up exactly where the first one. So basically we're still in 1978, but the movie was actually filmed three years later and you can't really tell that they've aged three years with the exception of the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing a damn wig and it is noticeable. Once it was pointed out to me, it's, it's very noticeable that she's wearing a wig because she had cut her hair short by this time. So yeah, she had, she had to wear a freaking wig in this movie. Um, and everything. So, the movie uh pretty much goes where Michael, you know, he's like lurking, he's breathing hard, he realizing he's been shot allegedly six times because we hear that I don't know how many times in this movie. Right. Uh, from Loomis, I shot him, I shot him six times, you know that whole thing. And Michael actually sees Loomis, you know, run up to Brackett's car. He's like, basically, Michael, like, oh shit, they, you know, they, they about to get me or something. I got to get out of here. So he ends up going down the street, going through people's backyard, basically. And he goes to the old people's house. So, Keto, I want your, I want your uh, thoughts about him going to these old people's house to get this knife. You know, and, and by the way, I was eating while he did this, and he goes in the house, and you know, she, you know, the wife and the husband, he knocked out on the couch, and they basically talking about like the murders or whatever, and he gets, you know, he's like bloody and stuff, and I'm like, okay, he gets the knife, but leaves drops of blood because she was making maybe a ham sandwich or a turkey sandwich or something. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, what in the world? I, I literally put my chips down. I was like, I, I don't want no more bottom two chips. It's just, just no, no thank you at this point. I put it down. And I was like, okay. Then I paused the movie. I was like, you know what? I got to keep watching this shit on my phone, by the way. So I paused it. And I'm like, okay. She screams. I guess she's the, the uh, queen of scream on this one. I don't know. And then somehow we get a scene with this girl. She calling her friend or what are they talking? And he went to her house or whatever. I'm like, okay, what is he doing? I'm like, you supposed to be getting away. Why are you still trying to kill motherfuckers? Like, what? Why? Why are you like go away? Like you're injured, man. Like just go lay down. Go take some Advil or something. Like go away. So the other girl on the phone. I'm like, okay. I'm like, she gonna get got. Okay, at this point, at this point, I'm not scared no more. I'm like, okay, she gonna get got. But how long is gonna take? Since the first one, I had to wait so long for it. And then she on the phone and he literally gets her. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, it's just, it was just too much to have. He, he kills her. And I'm like, why are you still killing people? And you, I understand, like, you want Laura. I understand you didn't get her or whatever. But, like, why? I didn't understand why he just kept, like, killing, like, people if he's injured. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that. Well, uh, if you listen to what Loomis was saying in the first movie, that's what his plan was to just th- go on a killing spree up and down the streets. I get that part. I I understand that, but it's like you injured, dude. Like go hide out for a little while. But I guess the the key continue his spree. He, he had to kill them. It was just like that. The, that scene wasn't necessary. I don't think. 
And even the, I actually watched the preview. They put the like the fat lady in the previews too. But I'm just sitting there like you didn't really need this scene, like with him killing her. Well, I mean that was one of the things that John Carpenter added just to have like some more, some more like kills put into the movie because of the fact that in the first movie it is a long yes. wait before someone gets killed. So that's why he oh, added okay. that in there. Right. Yeah. Um, Ruby, what did you think about this girl on the phone? And they're talking about what happened. Because she's like, it was right down the street. And, you know, that whole thing. And, and then why is her front door unlocked? So just how do you feel about this scene? So let's start with there were a lot of unlocked doors in this movie. <laughs> like yeah. everybody's doors is unlocked. Um, it's a peaceful neighborhood. Yeah. Well, it was. It's peaceful. Um, I actually like all the kill scenes. Like you said, it's Michael. That's his thing is just to kill, even though he's going after one person, which is Laurie's sister. He's still like, okay, well, I'm going to take everybody else around me out on the way to kill her. So I actually like it. I think it's not like a that's what I'm looking for. It's not overkill for me. Like it's just enough killing. Yeah. No, no, I I got it. I I, I would say that Michael is a more methodical Jason Voorhees. Mm, okay. Especially with the yeah. fact especially with the fact that we know that the Friday the 13th franchise was created because of Halloween. They saw the success of Halloween and said, you know what, we want to do that. So that's how you got Friday the 13th. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Michael, he kills that girl and then he slips out of there and just basically walking down the street. Um, but we go back to Dr. Loomis, who's back with Sheriff Brackett. And Loomis, at this point, he becomes a damn madman because he still has that gun and he reloads and he's like, we got to find him. Like, look, 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 look down there and all this type of stuff. And he's like, I shot him six times. And Brackett's like, I think you, you might have missed if he got away. And they come across these kids and Loomis just loses it. And this boy that's in this mask, he's looking like, huh? You know, type of thing. Like, as you see it. Just imagine, you see a, a crazy man in a trench coat waving a gun looking at you. I would try to get away, too. And, unfortunately, this kid walks out into the middle of the road and this cop car that clearly was doing, like, 70 in a 25 zone just hits him and crashes into this van and the car blows up. The boy, of course, is burned to a crisp. And this is where I say that Loomis, he... He's basically he caused this, and he's the villain of this movie because he's causing more harm than anything. Um, how'd you guys feel about Loomis just out here waving his gun, talking about he shot Michael six times, and basically got this kid killed? Keto, we'll start with you. Uh, first of all, he needs some cough drops. I will say that because uh, his voice is just irritating as hell during this movie, especially with Apple headphones. Well, I ain't trying to plug them, but whatever. 
Um, yeah, that was a lot to take in. I was like, wait, did y'all just kill like a boy? And then of course they went, you know, to examine him or um, cause they thought it was Jason. Well, he thought it was uh, Jason, Jesus Christ, uh, Michael. <laughs> thought it was him and it wasn't him. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, uh, we know it's not him. That had to have been like a child. Like you literally just murder a child, but I guess he is the villain, but it, it was, it just, I like how it went slowly to him going crazy. It wasn't like a like instantly when we see this character, he's nuts. It was like a built up because he knew Michael from the first movie that this man is a lunatic. So he's trying to warn people, but him warning people, he's doing more harm. And I don't think he meant he meant it, but it just he was just losing his shit because he told them in the beginning, like, hey, this man or this whatever this is, he's he's gonna come here and kill a bunch of people. And a quick question, okay. how, because Ruby actually uh, said it earlier, how did he know that was his sister? That's not really explained to me, and that's the word I was watching was Bule. Okay. But, like, how, like, because he was in the psych, you know, jail or whatever, he was in prison, whatever he's at, but how did he know he had a sister and then she was adopted? Like, how did he get all these evidence? Okay, so... And, 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 and how can he read? Well, how could he drive? But that's another story. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> but the okay. night part, I understand. You just stab, stab, stab a bitch, stab, stab. But how did he do these other things? Yeah. Oh, okay. So let's let's. Okay, I'm glad we're getting this out of the way quick. Uh, first, I should say. So the whole thing about uh, Michael and Lori being brother and sister that was not created until this movie. The mm-hmm. first movie, she is not his sister. She's not his sister. They created that for this movie specifically just to have it to make it make sense of why he's pursuing her. Why he wants to go after her. He wants to kill his blood relatives for whatever reason. But yeah, they only created that whole storyline here and they continues on with it throughout the rest of the franchise. But I will say this, that the new Halloween starting in 2018, that retcons all of that. She's back to not being his sister. Yeah. So, yeah, they got rid of that storyline. Yes. Because the the, the 2018 movies, it is the direct sequel to the first movie. So basically everything from parts two all the way to resurrection doesn't exist. According to the new storyline. So basically this franchise has three different storylines. You have the Laurie Strode saga, part one. You have the Jamie Lloyd saga. You have the Jamie uh, Laurie Strode saga, part two, which is the 2018 now. <laughs> From this franchise, basically. Yeah. yeah so, it's a lot of um, with this uh, franchise like you kind of gotta watch them to understand them um because there's another one uh which one is that jay where he's uh he's a little kid and he goes to the psych ward as a child uh that's 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 your boy uh rob zombies um that's his right okay. and, and we don't count robs so <laughs> yeah and so it's it's a lot of like mixed stories and things like that like you said other people direct the movies and kind of create their own storylines 
So it kind of gives us viewers kind of like, okay, I'm trying to follow along here, but it's a lot going on. Yeah. And part three has nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. At all. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that, that's how that whole thing, to answer your question, Kitty, is that she was not his sister in the first movie. Like I said, that was just created for him. That's how she ends up having these flashbacks when she's in the hospital. It's like, where the hell these flashbacks come from? <laughs> where did these memories come from? You you never had these memories. But yeah. Um, but as far as how he learned how to drive, that's still a mystery. Uh, how did he find out that she was his sister? Maybe he just has a built-in, you know, home beacon or something. I don't know. <laughs> they never explained that. So we never know. But I mean, like, okay, so real quick, going back to the first movie. The reason why Michael kind of pegs Lori as his person of interest is because she went up on the porch, you know, to put the key up there. And that's why he just kind of took a liking to her basically and and everything that's why he shows up outside the school just lurking you know standing by the car like i see you at three o'clock basically you know that whole thing um so real quick so going back to the scene um where loomis basically calls the kid to get killed ruby you know who that kid is supposed to have been right no okay so, you know, in the first movie when it was brought up about uh, Lori having a crush on the on the kid, Ben Tramer and all that, right? Mm-hmm. That is supposed to be Ben Tramer. Oh. Yeah. So, he got killed. Oh. <laughs> you never see his face, but that's who that is supposed to be. And, yeah, so Loomis basically was causing kids to get killed and caused Lori to lose what could have been the potential love of her life. Basically, all because of Loomis. So, and and what's weird about that too is that they leave the scene of a crime. <laughs> this kid, yes, because <laughs> when 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 Hunt shows up and he was like, they found three kids in a house and one of them was Annie. It may okay, bracket. He goes to jump because that's his daughter, but Loomis he jumps in the car too, and, and he's like, yeah, let me get the hell away from here because I have nothing to do with this whole thing is going on here so let's go and yeah they they end up going to the house and i would say this that scene is very heartbreaking i uh have to uh go and tell my wife before somebody else does going home lee Going home. I'll take care of everything. Damn you. Sorry. What have you done? I haven't done anything. You let him out! I didn't let him out. I, I gave orders for him to be restrained. Now, is there anything else that we can do for you? If that wasn't Michael Myers burning up in that car, then a lot of other kids are going to be slaughtered tonight. He's dead. I saw him. I saw a man in a mask. It was him. I want to believe you, but I got to be sure. I can't stop until I'm certain that he's dead. You're talking about him like he's some kind of animal. He was my... Would you keep him back? He was my patient for 15 years. 
It became an obsession with me until I realized that there was nothing within him, neither conscience nor reason, that wasn't even remotely human. An hour ago, I stood up and, and fired six shots into him. He just got up and walked away. I am talking about the real possibility that he is still out there. Because of the fact that you have this father who has to see his daughter, you know, being pulled out of a house and she's dead. And just the way it's like, it's like everything about him, it just dissipated. And just the way he says it, like, I have to go tell my wife before anybody else does. And he just he just walks away and you never see Bracket again. Even in the series, you never see him again. That's the last time you ever see him. And just what do you guys think about the whole transition from Sheriff Bracket to the cop Hunt, who may or may not be a sheriff, as the new lead cop in this movie? Um, Keita, start with you with that one. He he was fine. I didn't really pay him no mind. I think the the first sheriff, whatever he is, I think he was better acting in the first one. Like I was more like into it when he was like on the screen versus his other man. I was like, oh, he just a random guy they just put in this movie. Yeah, I do kind of feel like that. It's like they needed a a cop presence, and it's like, well, we just create this cop named Hunt, which I thought was interesting because they are hunting Michael Myers, so. Let's get this guy and name him Hunt, basically, but whatever. And he doesn't do anything, really. Yeah. It's like he's just there. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Ruby, same question. Like, how'd you feel about that whole transition from Bracket? Like, how he yeah. just leaves the movie? I agree with, uh, with Kita. It was a little more realistic feeling with the first one, the first movie. This one's like, yeah, he's there, but I'm not really paying him too much attention. It's like, okay, another cop, but he's not given the same energy as the first one. True. That that is true. And I think his his sole purpose in this movie really was to give Loomis that lighter. <laughs> that was his sole purpose. Because <laughs> you know if you don't pay attention to it when they're talking outside the house and he hands Loomis the lighter. Loomis never gave him the lighter back, which comes into play at the end of the movie. It's like, that was his sole purpose was to, well, let me pass this light off to you. You never know. You might need it in the future. I don't know. You know, type of thing. Um, I did think it was funny how that reporter lady, how they kind of make it like, make you think like she's going to have some type of a role in this movie, but she doesn't. Right. <laughs> it's like she's there just listening in the background and then you never see her again but I, I, I think they said there was supposed to be like a scene or something where Michael actually killed her or something I don't, I don't know how true that is Um, so what did you guys think about how in the first movie you get a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie and a little bit of Donald Pleasance Loomis. And then in this movie, you get a lot of Donald Pleasance and a little bit of Jamie Lee Curtis in this one. What do you guys think about like how they flip their roles around in this movie? Ruby? Um, I don't really think too much of it. I guess it kind of keeps, you know, us interested in the movie. Because it's like, okay, now they're switching the focus a little bit. 
and it's kind of putting that light on the room is going crazy. So it's kind of flipping the script a little bit. I kind of don't mind it because it's keeping me, you know, entertained. Like it's keeping me wanting to find out what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Keto, what about you? I agree with Ruby with that. All that will add is, I think since she was in the hospital, you didn't need a lot of scenes of her because the story is more... I mean, it was about her, but, like, we we give her a break, basically, and let Loomis tell, like, more of the story because we saw her all in the first one. So tag him in and let him just, you know, trying to go mad and find him and stuff like that. So I didn't mind it, actually. Okay, but but the only reason why I bring it up because I thought it was funny, like how in the first movie he gets top billing, but you don't see a lot of him. She gets top billing in this one. Well, actually, they get co top billing, but you see a little bit of her. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of interesting that they did that. That's all. Um, so um, a lot of this movie ends up taking place at this damn hospital or medical center. I, I'm not sure if. I think it's a medical center. I don't, I don't know if I really want to call That's it. That's a hospital? Dang. Yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a small town. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Because this might be the deadest hospital of all time. Because outside of the the baby ward and what, Lori? There's no, pa- there's no other patients in this hospital. Yeah, there's nobody there. <laughs> Like it's like what? It's like I mean we we do get to see where that kid you know he comes there because he has the razor blade you know in his mouth which that is kind of yeah well it's random why does that seem well because you know that was a thing that was going on you know at a time where people was you know hey make sure you check your kids candy they could be loaded because there's some sick motherfuckers out there you know that do stuff like that. So I think that was one reason why that scene was put in there. But that was that was a kind of a gruesome effect. Like he yeah. he bit this thing hard because when they show it for that split second when he takes the uh, you know the thing away from his mouth, you see like it's it's like in his mouth. It's like oh Jesus Christ. So yeah. So anyone who's listening, parents or whatever, make sure you check your kids' candy because that's what people do. You know, they they do sick stuff like this because there's some sick people in this world. Um, So, yeah, you get that. And then, of course, you have the drunk doctor, you know, oh, hey, Laura, you know, that whole thing. It's like, Jesus Christ. Wes is like, yeah, he's coming from a party. It's like, like really? Well, like, it's cough. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it had more than just coffee in that, uh, that coffee, you know, quote, you know, quote unquote coffee. Um, with everything but yeah you get you get these new characters so you basically you get you get the doctor you get some nurses and you get the uh emts who brought lori to the hospital um how'd you guys feel about these newer characters that get introduced um and everything keto i mean it was fine i mean i didn't i wasn't like oh like oh my god i'm like excited to see new people it was like Okay, y'all gonna get killed too. That, that's what I thought when I saw them. <laughs> Which they did. Like, honestly, like, I was just like, oh, you gonna get got. So it wasn't like, oh, like, dang, he died. And then one of them, he's slipping a bunch of blood and he basically, 
dad kind of i mean he was kind of like being the snitch at the end you know she had in the car and shit like for her life my manager i don't know how the hell she's like walking on a crap bone but whatever and he go you know he dies in the horn she's just like what the fuck i mean ooh, i slipped before but i ain't trying to mess up my damn head but these characters, I didn't really care for them. I mean, I mean, I guess it was interest. What's his name? I want to call him Bobby for some reason. But the dude kept like him, like he kept going to Lori. That was like interesting. Oh, like, okay, like Jim. why he keep Jimmy? Okay, well, like why is he keep going to her? Like, you know, not I was like, entertaining her, but like checking on her. Like, why is he? I mean, I know she went through like. I, I know she almost died, but oh, well, I mean, I know, but like, how did that come about? That's that just my thing. Well, he he knew who she was, you know, he did know who she. Okay, it's so funny. so you have a crush on somebody who who basically about to die, and you keep nagging her, like, go do your damn job. Well, what she had to go do for a hot second, then he came back. Well, they were just hanging out in the hospital at that point. <laughs> they wasn't going out nowhere. They were just hanging out. It would do it. I know, but she's supposed to be she's supposed to be rested. I mean, of course, you know, later, you know, she, you know, it caught up with her. But it's like she just got to the hospital. Even the nurse, like, leave her alone, leave her alone. Because at one point, I'm like, okay, is he like, is he going like stab her? I don't know. I don't know because you know some <laughs> of these movies sometimes give you a whole left field and shit. So I actually thought that I said maybe he's gonna stab her, but he didn't. Okay. Um. I, I did well. We're gonna come back to that Jimmy character, but Ruby, I want to I want to get your opinion. What exactly do you think Michael did to the 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 um head nurse to have all that blood like that? What what exactly did he do to her? Honestly, um, unless he hits a major artery which would cause a lot of bloodshed like that you wouldn't have a lot of bloodshed like that like a lot of um the blood is over exaggerated of course but from that angle it wouldn't have caused that much blood okay Right, you know, you got a few major arteries going around you, like your chest cavity, but you know, you don't necessarily hit them and bleed out because you get stabbed in the chest or the side. You know, you gotta actually cut that artery wire in order for you to actually bleed. Okay, I mean, the reason why I I asked that because that's always been something of a debate. When it comes to this movie, like what exactly? Because I know a lot of people always say, like, did he drain her blood? Like, what did he do to like? What exactly did he do? So, and because they don't show it, so I guess it just leaves you know us as the audience like scratching our heads trying to figure it out for ourselves, basically. So yeah, that yeah, that part was really confusing with the giant puddle paint, but. It didn't really make sense. Coming from a forensic standpoint, it, it kind of doesn't make any sense. Because, yeah, okay, you're still not going to bleed out, like, that much from that angle. It that it just doesn't work right. like that. That's true. That, that's true, because I was stabbed multiple times. Well, no, not, not, you know, not like, you know, assault stab. 
but <laughs> you know, in the hospital, you know, they try to pump up the blood, like, come on, come on, like, yeah, that 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 would take like weeks for it to happen. So yeah, I mean that that scene was very dramatic. So basically, we can just chalk it up as it's a movie. Okay. Yep. All right. Um. So okay. So let's talk about um the shape. Michael Myers himself. Um, and Keith, I want to start with you. Did you notice the difference between that it was two different people playing Michael Myers in the first movie and the second movie? Not really. I mean, until the end, I was like, wait, he looked bigger than the other dude. <laughs> like, the end. I don't know, he looked bigger to me. I mean, which I was on my phone for the second one, but <laughs> he looked bigger than the first one. Okay, because I mean, in the first movie, it's uh, this guy who's he's a filmmaker himself, he's good friends with John Carpenter. His name is Nick Castle, which is funny that because John Carpenter even named uh, his lead character in The Fog after him, Nick Castle, played by Tom Atkins. He named that character after him on purpose. Um, he plays Michael Myers for the majority of that movie, which is not the same guy who we see unmasked you know, right before uh, Loomis shoots him in the bedroom. That's not the same guy. Uh, that's just a different actor that he got for that scene. But as far as him, you know, just kind of walking and stalking around, that's Nick Castle for the most part. Um, but in this movie, it's uh, the stuntman named Dick Warlock um, who did a lot of movies. And it's kind of funny how he, well, how he always said that he got the role for this movie is basically he was walking and he saw the Michael Myers mask. He puts it on and just walks into the uh, casting room and he just stands there and he doesn't move at all. And it was like, okay, all right, you're hired. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> you're hired. Cause he basically creeped them out just by walking in the room and was just standing there with the mask on. So that's how he got the, the role of Michael Myers in this movie. Um, I mean, you can, kind of tell the difference like especially if you've seen the movie enough times you can tell like you can tell nick castle he has a specific way that he played michael and dick warlock has a different way because i mean one who wasn't an actor he just kind of brought his own little ticks to it because he came up with that whole thing about when he stabbed bob you know in the, in the um in the kitchen and he's standing there does the little head tilt like he's huh this is interesting you know, type of thing. he he brought little stuff like that to the part in the first movie. Warlock, he was more like, all right, I'm just here to, I'm just a bruiser, you know, I'm a I'm a hammer basically, and I'm just gonna kill, kill, kill. So, um, Ruby, how'd you feel about the like the different portrayals of Michael in the first two movies? Um, I think they played the role well. Like you said, there's little characteristics that you catch between the different Michael characters, but I didn't think they were bad. I think they still, you know, play the part correctly, but you can definitely tell the difference between the character change, though. And like Keita said, one looks bigger than one movie than the other movie. Um, I don't know if he pays attention to, like, hands and stuff, but I kind of pay attention to, like, little details. So even looking like at his hands when they do show his hands in the movie, I'm like, yeah, yeah this is a different person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
when she's sucking on his sausages with uh, his hands, by the way. Yeah, that whole hot tub scene is, is ridiculous. But before we get to that, Keith, I did want to bring up. So you'll like this because this connects to wrestling. So you will be surprised that, you know, the whole thing with um, the Undertaker and Kane, you know, the whole sit up and turn that mm-hmm. came about because of this, because of Michael Myers, that scene in the bedroom after she stabbed him in the eye and then she stabbed him. And he's Man, laying that scared the crap out of me. But, okay, but that's, that's what where came that came. Yeah, that's where that came from. They they came up with that whole thing because of Halloween when he does that whole sit up and then turn and look. It came from this. So, yeah. So that, that that's your uh, hmm. connection to wrestling with with the Undertaker and the Kane characters. So, hmm. um, okay, interesting. Yeah. Right. So, uh, especially especially with Kane. Um, when he showed up, you know, in what '97 and everything, you really got the feeling like he was Michael Myers, basically. Um, so going back to Loomis, um, you know, they decide to, you know, check because they go to the school and they see where Michael had broken in and he wrote in Sam Hain on the on the um chalkboard and the whole thing about the thorn. So it kind of gets alluded to there. A little bit, of course, that becomes a storyline later in the franchise about the whole thorn and all that crap. But uh, why they're there is when we get to see the nurse who was with Loomis at the beginning of the first movie. She shows up and she tells Loomis, "Like, look, you're causing too much problems here. Like, what are you doing? Like, the governor himself has has basically ordered you." to go back to Smith Grove to get the hell away from Hattonfield. And Loomis is almost kind of like he's impressed. Like, okay, I did something here. See? Villain tendencies right there. But <laughs> but the fact that when she first comes in, Loomis, he's like, oh, I didn't recognize you. And it's like, now, wait a minute. You just saw her last night, you know, story-wise. But in actuality, he hasn't seen her in three years. In real life, he hadn't seen the woman in three years. So when he says, oh, I didn't recognize her, that was like an inside joke about you know the fact that they haven't seen each other in that length of time um so loomis is basically getting forced back to smith grove and then that's when that whole thing like keita you brought up earlier about um the whole sister thing where there was secret files and this even loomis didn't know about it and then it's like he puts two and two together like oh he killed one sister you know 15 years ago now he's back to kill the other one and he basically demands to be taken to um, the hospital and everything. And they, they end up going back to the hospital. Um, Keita, what would you feel about Loomis just basically taking over and, you know, forcing them to take him back to the hospital? I actually laugh at that when he basically, you know, holding the, um, the police uh, person, you know, at, at gunpoint, like turning around. I mean, he kind of saved Laura in the movie. I mean, his. I mean, all his scenes, he was just out of his mind, which I, I kind of understand because just imagine it's a killer. I mean, we did have DC Sniper down here, but imagine like, it's just a killer on the loose and you just want him to be, I don't know, at this point, he want him to be dead or he want him just to be fine to take back to the institution. I don't know. I don't know what line he wants him, but he wants him. I don't well, know if y'all picked that up. Like, do he want to kill him or do he, I was talking about before, like, the hospital saying, like, or he just want to take him back to the institution. Because in the first one, I feel like he just want to take him back to the institution. 
Yeah, but he did end up shooting him six times, allegedly. You know. <laughs> so Yeah, I but I, I think it was more to stop him, like he said he's a madman or whatever. It just I don't know, I feel like he wanted to take him back and do some science experiments and shit with Ruby. You know, they could just find like what's wrong with this man together or something. <laughs> well, Ruby, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't really have much to say about that piece. <laughs> well, would you want to, um, would you want to, uh, like, <laughs> do some uh, experiments on Michael and try to figure out what makes him tick? Yeah, you do. See, yes, yes and no, and not to sound all nerdy, technical and stuff, but it would be more focused on, like, his brain. And the brain is actually kind of boring when you're actually studying it. It's like, okay, we know that this makes this work and that makes that work. But yeah, I don't I don't know if I really want to study him in that aspect. Like I might make him more of a villain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you sounded like He's gonna stab you right in your in your shoulders and shit, and then and then and then you gonna fall down some steps and shit, and they got you. <laughs> but this difference, you got an iPhone, so you can record it while you running for your life. Got you. Wow. No, no, Ruby. Now you sounded like um the 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 kids from uh, Jason X <laughs> when, they, when they had Jason. It was trying to figure him out, you know, and everything. What made him tick? And we know what happened to them. So yeah. Um. So uh, we go back to the hospital and we got to talk about this dude, Bud, because he might be like the sleaziest dude in the whole franchise. And it's like, with everything that's going on, you want to get with your girlfriend, quote unquote, go to the hot tub room and basically have sex in the hot tub. And it's like, what are y'all doing? People are being murdered. You know, in the time, and, and that's what you're thinking about. And just like, how, how did y'all feel about that whole scene with them going to the hot tub and and everything? Um, start with you, Ruby. Uh, so first, it's gross because it's a hospital. It's actually the rehab room, so people have to, you know, do exercises in that water. You know, if they don't change it like they're supposed to. But I'm like, okay, so that water's been in there. And they just go there and turn it into a hot tub. And even though, you know, the hospital was very empty, so I'm pretty sure nobody was in there. But if people were using it, it's like, really? And then, like you said, all this going on, and this is what y'all think about. (laughs) But... But there's a lot that he says in the movies, like what, like what are you talking about? Like, dude, just the worst. Um, yeah, Keita, what you what you think about that? Yeah, I agree with Ruby. What she said about that. Um, so with the chick though, she's supposed to be watching the babies or doing her job, and she's like, "Well, I just leave the door open." And I'm like, "What door did you leave open?" Like. Um, and like, how far down are you from the kids? Because are you gonna leave that door open too? Like, I just don't understand that part. But I mean, they both got what they deserve. I don't normally don't say that, but they did. Yeah, I mean, granted, 
but he gets killed in the background, so we don't fully get to see the extent of his kill. But Karen, she she's sitting there. She's like, you know what? Uh, I gotta go back now. And, and then Michael, he just comes there and he put his old grimy ass hand on the shoulder. She started petting him, and then she starts kissing. Like, ew! It's like you got blood. Yeah, that smell his hand like did you not tell that it was gross? <laughs> like all this filth, like 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 he was well, he did have a mechanic jumpsuit, but that's basically what his hands look like. He's been working on cars all day or something. And she starts kissing him. It's like, ew, like what are you doing? Then she turns around it's like, oh shit, you know, and it was too late. And he basically drowned ass in that hot ass <laughs> boiling water. <laughs> so, yeah. I like that scene wrote remind me uh sorry jay remind me from the first one the girl in the bedroom and she told the dude to go get her a beer and come that remind me of that was that like a play from that movie from that scene from that movie you know or not? i never thought of that but yeah i could see it being like that yeah because yeah he he pretends to basically be the boyfriend yeah so maybe it was i I don't know. See, look, see, Keita, look at you. You coming up with with stuff. Look at that. See, good job, good job, Because I never thought of that. I would never watch this again. <laughs> you lucky that we cool. Because you know I don't watch this shit. I know. Well, well, I do have a question for you, but that's at the very end of everything. So, um, oh, I'm scared. So, okay, so. I know I kind of skipped the kill because I wanted to lump him in one discussion officer garrett uh the security guard of the of the hospital um this guy clearly was the worst too because one he was horny for these nurses and two he was terrible at his job um so what y'all think about him going down into the basement basically and then getting knocked off keto First of all, what what happened to his donut and his coffee? Because that's all he was missing to me. Um, him getting <laughs> killed. Uh, he's another one. Good. Because I was just sitting there like, you down here in this basement scared for your life. Had the other lady with the, um, what's it called? The radio. I hate them things, by the way. And he just looking in these closets. And I'm just like, okay. I'm like, oh, here we go with this slow ass build again. And then he get got. And I'm just like, just, just call for backup. Like at this point, call for backup. I just ain't understand like why he was down there that long. He shouldn't have never went down there. He, he need backup. Tight flight security. <laughs> <laughs> Top flight. Oh, Ruby, what do you think about it? Uh, like you said, he, he got what he deserved too. It was time <laughs> for him to go. Um, he did more stirring of himself than anything. So it, it, it was about that time. Yeah, I mean, but but he really deserved the business end of a hammer to the top of the head, though. Did he really deserve that? I mean, not that. I'm talking about just dying. I ain't giving the <laughs> details of how died. he died. Just dying right. was the just died at this point because you just taking up too much scenes. Go back to the hospital with the crazy bitch with with the wig and shit on, who's literally like walking with a crap bone. Go back to her. But I ain't want to see her. But. But because of him leaving his post, I mean, he, well, not leaving his post, but because he let um, Karen and the other girl in, that's how Michael was able to get into the hospital. So it was his fault that he got into the hospital. 
So, um, all right. So now we're kind of going to talk about something that goes a little bit further into the franchise. So the whole thing with Jimmy and Lori now, and Ruby, you can back me up with this stuff here is Jimmy and Lori are supposed to be the parents of Jamie from parts four and five. And it goes back to the whole thing of, you know, different writers, different directors, and they come up with storyline. But they, for some reason, I don't know how they decided upon this, that they was going to make Lori Strode and Jimmy Lloyd. Basically, they got together. They had a baby named her Jamie. And yeah. Um, so what do you think about the whole fact that they basically came up with that whole storyline going further into the franchise of Ruby? Um, I mean, I'm not percent mad at it because I guess they had to figure out something, you know, to keep Michael coming back. Like, it had to be a reason for him making this return. So, I'm not mad at the fact that they, I guess, did it that way. So they weren't introducing us to too many new characters, you know, trying to, I would say, keep it together by kind of going back and forth between the same original characters. But I don't know. I feel like maybe it could have been done differently. Yeah, because, okay, so. I mean, we're going to jump to the very, very end and then we'll come back. So, you know, at the very end of the movie, when Lori is loaded into the ambulance and she's riding off. Now, there's two different versions of that last scene. There's one version where it just shows her, you know, sitting in the ambulance and it cuts to where Michael body is burning and Mr. Sandman is playing. And then it goes off. The other version is she's in the. Uh, ambulance is driving away and Jimmy sits up with his head wrapped up so he didn't die so yeah that basically where that whole thing came up with they got together and they had a baby but then they died in a car accident according to part 4 and that's how Jamie gets adopted so key to my question to you is with you knowing this now does that make you want to watch like more of the franchise just to see see Loomis become a true madman mm. especially in part five because good lord this man is yeah, straight minute. <laughs> are, are you going to pay me okay no 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 I'm okay no thank you well, so you have to look just to see him become first of all well, you, you didn't ask the question you, you didn't hear what I said Loomis is in parts four and five and you know how this movie ended. So you probably Right, wanna... and I said no thank you for all counts. <laughs> so you don't want to know how, said, no, how, how he was able to survive? <laughs> no, I could just ask wait, he actually said, wow, that's crazy. He survived. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one question is y- y'all could just tell me. Just tell me what happened to all the movies. I don't need to watch that. No, thank you. No, thank you. Unless you drag me one of these uh, reviews again. Sure. Until well, then, no, I'm okay. Well, well, I mean, you will be returning at the end of the month with someone else to to do part oh, six. Shit. 
<laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's where I forgot about that one. But <laughs> well, yeah. I was, I thought I was done. No, uh, no, we'll, no, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Like, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All um, right. Yeah. Okay, but so, so uh, Loomis and uh, Nurse Chambers and the cop, they eventually finally get back to the hospital. Um. And everything, and Lori struggling. She falls out of the car because you know she's been basically running around from Michael. Because she actually, she basically set Michael up. He comes into her room at first, starts stabbing in the bed, and he realizes just some goddamn pillows, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and everything. He's pissed, and yeah, she basically limps around. She she ducks and dodge him, get outside, and that's when like what you brought up earlier, Keto, about you know Jimmy some way stumbling to the car. This man clearly had a concussion out of this world. How he made it to the car, I don't know. And he goes face first into the horn and everything. But she eventually sees where Loomis and, and company show up. And she's, it's like she's struggling, but she doesn't, she's not able to yell it to the event till they finally go inside the hospital. It's like, really? He couldn't yell while he was, walking up no you wait till they go inside where they can't hear you um so but this, they all... this whole time she was running from him so it's like well hobbling away she could have did that and on the ground like that scene i'm thinking he better come behind her and just crack 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 he ain't do none of that i was like okay and then no. she's trying to scream i was just so confused true very true um so they eventually do all get together and we get the reunion basically of Loomis and um and Lori. You know, he did save her early in the night. Like yeah, the nice old man who shot this killer, but he he actually was indirectly responsible for for her potential boyfriend being killed. But we're not gonna talk about that. Um yeah, so Michael he ends up showing up, literally walks through the glass, and Loomis once again shoots him a couple of times he falls down so basically at this point michael has been shot what eight nine times <laughs> by this point and while he's laying there the cop he decides to go and loomis tell like don't touch him like get away from him and everything he's like he's dead I'm like all right and next thing you know the cop gets killed of course and that's when we get this whole new chase that uh goes down um so, Ruby, how do you feel about how the movie kind of takes this, like, chase, you know, turn, basically, with, with them running away from Michael and everything? Again, I, I liked it. Um, it kind of keeps you on your toes, keeps you watching, because you want to know, okay, well, how's this about to turn out? Because now, again, like I said, the grip is flipped, and... He's coming for them, but I mean, I don't have any hard feelings towards it. Okay, um, Keita, how do how do you feel about um about this part? <clears throat> I mean, it was fine. It was, I mean, typical horror movie, I guess. So I was okay with it. Okay, so Marion, she slipped up out of there. She goes to call for help. And I guess help took forever to get there because they don't get there till it's mm. daylight. She <laughs> she didn't die. Question: w Was she in the third one? Like no, like I said, the, the, the third back? movie. 
the third movie has nothing to do with Michael Myers at all. It's called Halloween oh. Three: Season of the Witch. It's 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 a Halloween movie, but it's not oh. about the Michael Myers story because Carpenter's original concept for the franchise after the second movie was to do a Halloween movie every year, but have the story be different. And Halloween yeah, Three was was supposed to be that, but people didn't want that. They wanted more Michael because we're talking the eighties. You know, we got. Mike, uh, we got Jason Voorhees, we got Leatherface running around, you got Freddy Krueger, you got all these other offshoot, you know, you know, serial kill, you know, killers in movies and stuff like that. That's what people wanted. So they didn't want this. And I feel like years later, we finally get something like that. And they called it American Horror Story. But, um, yeah, so she doesn't die in this movie, but, uh, but J- uh, Jason, see, I'm doing you, Keita. Um, Michael, he he does catch up to her years later in uh, H2O, actually. And he kills her in that one. And, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just took him 20 years to, to catch up to her, basically. Um, but, yeah, so she goes to call for help. Loomis and Lori, they basically lure Michael to the room. Loomis gets stabbed and everything. He's like, oh, shit, you know. And they end up shooting him in the eyes, which I always love that scene because that that shot of him where the blood is coming down both his eyes is it's just a great shot, in my opinion. And he's blinded, so he can't see, but he's swinging this scalpel around because he's like, I'm, I can't see, but I'm going I'm to cut something if it's in arm's length. <laughs> something getting cut. And Loomis decides to start turning on the gas and he tells Lori to get out of there. And she manages to get out, and lo and behold, the lighter it comes back into play. And Loomis lights the lighter, blows up the blows up the room, blew up by three rooms in the hospital at that. And yeah, so Loomis is dead, quote unquote. Michael, some way somehow, walks out of there in flames, but then he falls. That to the creeped floor. me out. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Like, I was like, wait, that's him? Like, I'm, I'm like her, like, uh, he not coming out to me, but I'm like, what the hell? You won't die, sir. You are determined to get your sister. So, <laughs> Jesus, so I, you know what? I, I, I gotta make sure I don't do nothing to my brothers before they get that idea. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, it just, why, why would you put that in the movies? I'm like, this little boy stabbing his sister, and then, and then he got another sister. So he tried to take all the bitches out. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha, bitch. Right. Um, <laughs> but, um, but but Keto, how how'd you feel about like that whole kind of finale with them in that room and the gas and then the explosion? I mean, it was cool seeing that. I was like, good, they finally got him. And I mean, she was in the corner. I was like, okay. I was like, she's not gonna really do nothing. And then I was like, he's dead, and he gets up. He you know the gas thing, which you just explained, and I liked it. It was something different. I'm just thinking he was gonna kill her, you know. Mind you, I haven't watched the other ones, but you see highlights here and there. But I was like, okay, that's fine. It just it just creeped me out when he came in the fire. I'm like, dang, he just won't stop, but he uh-huh. dropped. So and <laughs> yeah. stop and drop. Yeah, he didn't roll. So um, <clears throat> but uh, Ruby, how'd you how'd you feel about like the the tense uh, finale? 
Um, I don't know. Again, it just it just kind of just was going to like that ending for me. So I always like them because you never really know how they're gonna end. You know, it's gonna be something ridiculous, but I, I mean, it was fine. I thought it was an okay part for the movie. Okay, but it's it's still weird that yeah Loomis is supposed to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> because he's in this room and it explodes. He's supposed to be dead. But he shows back up in part four and he has a limp and his right hand is severely burned. And he even has burns on the right side of his face because even though they never show it in but the the story is supposed to be that part four was supposed to open with the room with that room blowing up and showing that Loomis was thrown like through a wall. Or something. He's gonna be thrown uh, through a wall. Yeah. And that's how he was supposed to survive. But they never show it, but it's just like maybe they should have showed it because it's like yeah, how the hell did he survive? How? <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have survived that. And and Michael shouldn't have survived. The man was burned to a crisp, but when we see him in part four, he's in a coma and he doesn't look like he has you know severe burns or anything. So yeah, they 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 retcon some stuff early on in this franchise too. Mm-hmm. And quick quick question for you, Jay, real quick. Okay. So how how come you know like we just did a movie, um, The Longest Yard. So why they do slow motion in, in this ending, like the, the fourth <laughs> movie we did? <laughs> uh, well, there was no need for no slow motion. It, here. it is in the seventies. <laughs> no, this is actually eighty one. Technically, oh, even though oh, damn. Sto- story, oh, damn, storyline wise, it's still in the seventies, but movie making wise, it was in eighty one. So, yeah. Um, I, look, I'm I'm still I'm still uh, lost about that whole <laughs> ending of the longest shot with that intense scene. That scene that scene was more intense than the ending of this movie. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Uh but. Yeah, so uh, as we we did kind of talk about the ending already, where you know Lori she gets loaded into the ambulance and the hospital is all smoked up, everybody's there, and she gets whisked away. Now, Keto, the version that you watched, the ending, which ending did you get? Did you get the ending where Jimmy was in the ambulance with her, or was just the version with her in it by herself? She went in by herself. Somebody. Like helped her to get in the ambulance. Well, I'm talking about when it was driving away. Jimmy never sat up with his head wrapped up or anything, right? No, no, I ain't get that. Yeah, like I say, if I think I think that ending is only on TV. I think that's the TV edited version. Um, because they did like add certain scenes. Because even like uh, when Officer Garrett get killed down in the basement. There's an extended version of that scene where you actually see Michael walking down the steps, going down to the basement, and then he's there behind the door with the hammer. Where in the other version, you don't get that. So yeah, there's there's certain scenes that they add when it's shown on TV and stuff. So yeah, um, that's uh Halloween too. Uh, before we wrap this up, of course. Uh, just want to do real quick. Uh, 
favorite character? Oh, real quick. Uh, start with you, Ruby. Uh, of course, Michael Myers. Always Michael Myers. <laughs> okay. Um, Keela. Mm, I was over here thinking. I don't have one like a favorite character. Um, I guess Loomis because he was different. I go with him. Yeah, that's fine. I go with Loomis. I don't really have because Laura. I mean, she was alright. I mean. That basement scene when she was like, I don't know how she dropped and she was still alive, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I picked Loomis. I, I, I pick him. But other than that, I really didn't have no favorite. <laughs> Allies. She's okay. Um, okay, so if you had to rate the movie out of five, out of five butcher knives, um, what would you rate it, Keto? Jesus, uh, I gave it a three. It was better than I expected it to be. Okay, um, Ruby, you said out of five knives. Yeah, five butcher knives, baby. Um, I'll give it a five because I like all the Halloween movies. Hey, there we go. Is this the? Well, let me ask you this too, Ruby. Follow up. Is mm-hmm. this the best? horror sequel of all time yes okay all right so there we go um i mean it is my favorite and i actually whenever i watch these movies i watch it as one big movie so because mm-hmm. it is basically one movie it's it starts you know october 30th at the end well tell them next time on, on whatever these uh streaming services put it all in one versus me searching like a crackhead to find the second one I, like i said for some reason they do that with halloween 2 i have no idea why um even when they show them on tv they halloween 2 doesn't get shown they'll show part three but they won't always show part two for some reason and I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. And it's crazy how one last thing. The director of this movie, he also did a Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah. You know, good Wait, old Buster well, I watched Life. that one, right? Didn't yes, I, you yeah, did. I watched that one. Because we reviewed that actually. Yes. Long, long, long time ago. Me, you, and I believe it was DJ BTB did that one um yeah so that's the one with Buster Rhymes you know talking trash to Michael Myers in in the uh haunted house basically mm-hmm. yeah and yeah so it's interesting that the guy who did Halloween 2 he ended the original franchise Halloween Resurrection yes um so I want to thank both of you for joining me for this episode um Keita, I know you will be back at the end of the month to to do Halloween Part Six, uh, the Curse of Michael Myers, um, and everything. But um, Ruby, it was a blast having you on. Might have to have you back on again at some point uh, to do a movie again, um, and everything. So uh, if you guys would like to, especially starting with you, Keita, if you want to plug your stuff where people can find you no i'm good i'm okay i'm, I'm okay for this one 
And Ruby, I, I know we're not doing that with you, are we? If you want to plug anything, you can. If not, you don't have to. Um, sure. People can find me on Twitter. As one second, let me put my own name because I forgot. Underscore Hong Jesus. <laughs> I know I forget the underscore part all the time. Um, yeah, so they can find me on Twitter. Sometimes I converse with Jay, so you might see me tagged in one of those tweets with him. Yep, and also, too, you can hear her over on uh, Hood Movie Sessions with uh, me and Keto over on the Keto and Jay show um, episodes and everything, which is always fun to do. Um, yeah, because uh, like the last one that we just uh, did, which you guys will by the time this episode is out, that episode will oh, be out. So, yeah. you, you, you forgot, Jay. I'm sorry. Yeah. You forgot. You said you had like a um a black version of like an uh, idea about the Halloween series. Oh, that's, that was like no, no. the show. No, 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 no. Um, I actually posted on Twitter, but this was like months ago and I'm not supposed to go like scowling through my um, feed to try to find it. But I actually had, uh, I forgot exactly who the actresses were. I know one was a uh, uh, Scar Jackson from uh, that, that was on like some of them teen shows. She was one of them, and I can't remember who the other two was. And I believe I think I said Chiwetel Ejiofor for Sheriff Brackett and Loomis. Ah, damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find it. And if when I if I do find it, I, I'm gonna tag y'all in so y'all can see who I chose. Cause I thought it was kind of cool who I picked. Cause it was it was during the time when I was like kind of fantasy booking movies with black actors that are not black movies, basically. So yeah, I have to find that and like I said, I tag both of you in it, and then y'all can let me know what y'all think of that. Um, but yeah, uh, we're like I say, this kicked off uh, the Halloween month. Uh, next episode, it will be episode two twenty five, where it'll actually be a throwback episode where I talked about Halloween 3 season of the witch and then after that it will go into who I have as my guests um uh takeover podcasters that will do episode that will do parts 4, 5 and 6. 6 is where Keita will make her return so she will end the month and everything so that'll be fun to hear her thoughts on Halloween 6 especially after watching these two movies. Uh any last words before we get out of here? Um, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And always on Twitter. Yeah, you know, in 1991. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Ruby, any last words? Yeah, again, thanks for having me. Um, I do recommend this movie to everybody. But again, if you watch this one, you got to watch all of them. You hear that, Keto? Bullshit. <laughs> you got to watch all of them. You got to be a completist like the rest of us. No, I was gonna ask. I, I was gonna ask you should I, like before six. Should I watch one before that? But we're talking about that. Uh, you can watch four, five, and six. Yes, because then you would get to see ja- you get to see Jamie Lloyd. Yes. The, no, that... no, and no. <laughs> no, no, and yes. <laughs> it would it would make sense too because Jamie is in part six, played by a different actress, but she is in part six. So yeah, I, I would say okay. watch four, five, and six, and you get to see Loomis become so, 
Madman Loomis. So, so is that one we were talking about earlier? The H two O that you talking about no, no, that no, one? No, that's that, no, that's after. That's after part six. That's oh after shit! Six. Is another one after that? Good lord! Okay, well, it's two after part six. It's H two O and Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't they got one coming out this year or not? Well, like what? I say, that's that. Yeah, well, that's the you know that's Halloween Kills, which is part two of the new trilogy that they're that they're doing. And like, oh, and like I say, those films, those films completely erase this movie through resurrection. So, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Learn something new every day. So, once again, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. Of course, you can follow me on the Twitters at either my personal page, the J Giles, or the Movie Podcast. So, Twitter J Movie Talk. Um, also on Instagram at JMT Podcast. You can find all the episodes part of the TV Zone Podcast Network. Uh, just go to the website, www.tvzonepodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the episodes like that. And I will catch you guys in November, actually. So, peace out. <laughs>